0: Christ is risen, alleluia. He is risen indeed, alleluia. Happy and blessed Easter to you all from St. Gianna Oratory. I want to thank the faithful souls who have continued to help support us in prayer, financially and with their time, in cleaning and sanitizing our church and helping us with the beautiful decorations that you see behind me. Thank you from the bottom of my heart as I wish you a blessed and a happy Easter. Also in the 1930s, just a few years after Our Lady of Fatima asked for the First Saturday devotions, Our Lord appeared to Sister Maria Faustina, revealing His message of Divine Mercy and asking her to spread this devotion throughout the world. He asked her particularly to pray the Chaplet of Divine Mercy as a novena before the Sunday after Easter, traditionally Low Sunday. After this sermon today, please join us for day three of this novena to Divine Mercy as we recite the Divine Mercy Chaplet. Why seek you the living with the dead? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. My dear faithful, a few days ago, a well-known Catholic prelate called on bishops and priests to do an exorcism on Holy Saturday at 3 p.m. in Rome time. He recommended they do a minor exorcism composed by the great Pope Leo XIII after he had had a vision of Satan attacking the Church. This minor exorcism any priest can do, and part of this composed exorcism is recited at the end of each Latin Mass with also a prayer to St. Michael the Archangel. Now why did Pope Leo compose this exorcism? One version says, he heard Satan ask God the Father for more power and time to afflict and test the fidelity of his church. And God in his inscrutable ways granted these requests. Then he saw legions of demons leap from hell and what looked like black shadows invading the entire earth for a century. The Pope understood the great importance that the Archangel St. Michael would have in the ensuing fight, and that he was the one destined to chain and imprison with the keys of the abyss all the demons. This prayer to St. Michael was prayed after each Catholic Mass from 1886 Until 1968. And less than four years later, Pope Paul VI said, The smoke of Satan has entered by some crack into the temple of God. And why do I bring this up for Easter Sunday? Why do I talk about the evil one on Easter Sunday? Precisely because today our Lord defeated the devil. Our Lord forever gave him the lethal blow to which the possibility of our salvation was restored. Our Lord, knowing that his death was at hand, did he not announce on Maundy Thursday, in the world you shall have distress, but have confidence, I have overcome the world. And shortly earlier, our Lord said, now is the judgment of the world, now shall the prince of this world be cast out, and I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all things to myself. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. What is an exorcism if not the casting out of Satan from this world? It is precisely by the merits of Jesus' passion, death, and resurrection that Satan was defeated. And to continue this ministry for souls, our Lord instituted the priesthood on Maundy Thursday through whom he would continue to give his lethal blow to the devil. All priests in the traditional communities are ordained exorcist, which was one of the seven orders every priest would receive. But being an exorcist, is actually a minor order, and even one of the least of these orders, in order to humiliate the devil, as it is one of the least in the hierarchy of the clerics who was in charge of performing these exorcisms. From my time in our missions in Africa, where exorcisms were more manifest than here in the West, though not as infrequent, just more hidden it was manifested the fear that the devils have of our Blessed Mother, who, because of her humility, her obedience to God, merited to be the Mother of God. Though the devils can imitate any virtue, they will never imitate humility. St. John Climacus says, If pride made demons out of angels, there is no doubt that humility can make angels out of demons. But if the devil likes anything, it is trying to get us to disobey for something we judge as a good reason. Once we step out of line, once we step out from the shelter of obedience, once we step out from the umbrella of obedience to God's authority, we are now a target for the evil one. In fact, we have abandoned our camp. It was disobedience through the devil's treachery that caused our demise, but it was the obedience of Christ that restored us to God the Father. Disobedience of Christ we prayed yesterday at the office of Tenebrae. Christ became obedient for us unto death, even to the death of the cross, for which cause God also hath exalted him and hath given him a name which is above all names. The exorcism on Holy Saturday was also fitting because on this day our Lord descended to the hell of the just, the limbo of the patriarchs, and freed them to come with him to their resurrection. Satan's chains on their souls was cut and broken by our Lord's death. In a similar way, through the exorcism recited by the priest and through the sacraments that we have received, Christ descended to free the souls from the chains of the evil one, so that they can rise through his grace to grow in his love and grow in merit for heaven. Why seek you the living with the dead? In the Gospel of St. Luke, the pious women came to Jesus bringing spices and ointments to anoint his body. But our Lord's risen body had no need of merely earthly creeds. His resurrected body was fit for eternity. After our Lord's resurrection, his disciples still didn't understand the nature of his resurrection. They didn't understand that his resurrection, though he was truly risen in his human body, would no longer need their temporal care as before. Nevertheless, it was to ensure their faith in his resurrection that he even ate physical food to show them that he was risen in his human body. Yet, this new life of Christ would be different. Our Lord didn't remain with them in the same way as before. He was truly physically there with them for 40 days But it was in many successive meetings. This was so that they wouldn't be too attached to his physical presence and to get them to focus on their eternal resurrection with him in heaven. Yahweh is the God of the living, not of the dead. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is the God of the living. True life is in heaven. And Christ's resurrection is already pointing to heaven. Our paradise is not our resurrected bodies on an earthly paradise. No, our paradise is in heaven, in the beatific vision. I think many people have recently fallen to the traps of the devil. They are afraid, they are worried, they are filled with sorrow. BITTERNESS AND DEPRESSION. BUT TODAY IS A WAKE-UP CALL IF THIS IS YOU. IF YOU ARE AFRAID OR WORRIED ABOUT YOUR EARTHLY LIFE, THEN YOU ARE SEARCHING FOR THE LIVING AMONG THE DEAD. YOU WILL NEVER FIND PERFECT PEACE HERE BELOW. OUR LORD SAID, IN THE WORLD YOU SHALL HAVE DISTRESS, BUT HAVE CONFIDENCE, I HAVE OVERCOME THE WORLD. This isn't just a cute mouse pad quote with the clouds in the background. It is a reality of faith that we live following Christ's resurrection. Christ has overcome the world. He is our resurrected King. Forget about the devil's skirmishes here and there. That is searching for the living among the dead. Why seek you the living with the dead? Be not afraid. Bad fear is terrible for the soul. The effects of bad fear are worry, stress, anxiety, and depression. These paralyze the soul, preventing us from putting one step in front of the other. Countless souls are suffering tremendously at the present moment, because of bad fear. Remember the comforting words of our Lord, I have overcome the world. The only fear we should have is offending the God we love. This good fear causes humility, obedience, and zeal for God. This is good fear, which is the beginning of wisdom. Why seek you the living with the dead? At this time of Easter, we should be joyful and not sorrowful. By our baptism, we were buried with Christ and risen to grace in his resurrection. By the sacraments, we already participate in his resurrection, and their reception is a foreshadowing of our own resurrection to life in heaven. We have joy because God lives in us. That is what grace is. Joy is when you have pleasure when the good you seek is present. God became incarnate to be with us. He died on the cross to redeem us and to show show us his infinite love. He instituted all the sacraments as causes for his life to grow in us. He wants us to still share in the joy of his resurrection. Why seek you the living with the dead? We now seek to live as if we are already sharing in Christ's resurrection, which means a life of holiness and virtue, seeking first the kingdom of God. St. Paul says in the epistle for the Easter Vigil, If you be risen with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Mind the things that are above, not the things that are upon the earth. My dear faithful, let me close with these beautiful words sung by the deacon last night at the exultate of Easter Vigil. This is the night which at this time throughout the world restores to grace and unites in sanctity those that believe in Christ and are separated from the vices of the world and the darkness of sinners. This is the night in which, destroying the bonds of death, Christ arose victorious from the grave. For it would have profited us nothing to have been born Unless redemption had also been bestowed on us, a wonderful condescension of thy mercy towards us. As the devil has been cast out from our souls by the sacraments that wash us in the blood of our risen Lord, may we not search for the living among the dead. May we persevere in living our life with our resurrected king through humility through obedience to his cross, and through hope of the joy that awaits us in heaven. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Please join us now as we gather our intention for this third day which is all devout and faithful souls. Today bring to me all devout and faithful souls and immerse them in the ocean of my mercy. These souls brought me consolation on the way of the cross. They were that drop of consolation in the midst of an ocean of bitterness. Most merciful Jesus, from the treasury of thy mercy, thou impartest thy graces in great abundance to each and all. Receive us into the abode of thy most compassionate heart, and never let us escape from it. We beg this of thee, by that most wondrous love for the Heavenly Father, with which thy heart burns so fiercely. Eternal Father, turn thy merciful gaze upon faithful souls, as upon the inheritance of thy Son. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, grant them thy blessing, and surround them with thy constant protection. Thus may they never fail in love or lose the treasure of the holy faith, but rather with all the hosts of angels and saints, may they glorify thy boundless mercy for endless ages. Amen. And now we recite the Chaplet of Divine Mercy. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
1: Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us
0: sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord who was conceived by the holy ghost born of the virgin mary suffered under pontius pilate was crucified died and was buried he descended to hell and on the third day he rose again from the dead he ascended to heaven and seated at the right hand of god the father almighty from thence he shall
1: come to judge the living and the dead i believe in the holy ghost the holy catholic church the communion of saints the forgiveness of sins and the resurrection of the body and life everlasting amen Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and of those of the whole world. on us and on the whole world for the sake of a sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of a sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world eternal father I offer you the body and blood soul and divinity of your dearly beloved son our Lord Jesus Christ in atonement for our sins and of those of the whole world, for the sake of a sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world, for the sake of a sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world, for the sake of a sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world, for the sake of a sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world, for the sake of a sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world, for the sake of a sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world, for the sake of a sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world, for the sake of a sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, holy mighty one, holy immortal one. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, holy mighty one, holy immortal one. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Jesus, I trust in thee. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.